Well, hello and welcome to Shots Five. I'm Christy. And I'm Jack, and today we're going to talk about client red flags. But first, we're going to have a little chit chat, a little catch up. A little catch up. <laughs> um, so what's going on, Christy? How you been? What's the four hundred one one? I what's going on? I just did a shoot this morning with Miss Morgan again. Um, we were shooting some exciting stuff for her, and now I'm in my brother's dungeon again, shooting this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Are you exciting. allowed to say what it was for? Um, I don't think so. So watch this okay. space. Top yeah. secret. <laughs> top, top secret stuff. Yeah. But yeah. life's been kind of busy, which is nice to be busy, but I'm going to reward myself and go camping next week for two days because we were talking about work-life oh, balance last time. And now I'm going to activate mm. that and go for a quick camp trip. Um, so I'm keen. Where are you going? Thinking just not too far away, um, just so I can come back because I've got to shoot on Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. So probably just Ballina, maybe Brunswick, maybe. Yeah, nice. Not too far. It's about like an hour away from where I am. So yeah, should be nice. Bring yep. the van down. Sweet. What about you? I saw you did a hike in France. Yeah, I've been doing a few hikes. Um, mm-hmm. So we're like in the French Alps so there's just so many hikes around um and I think I've done three proper hikes now um last night we did one we left at I think we met at 6 p.m and it was like a two hour kind of hour 45 hike up um and then we like brought dinner drinks everything up there and watched the sunset from the top wow and this point it's called Le Mole in um in France so from this point you can see like literally 360 views of all the other mountains so it's pretty insane mm. um yeah brought the drone up got some killer sunset content and sure. then we waited there until I think it was 10 p.m by the time we walked down which means it was like pitch black so we had the head mm. torch whole thing um and then it was midnight by the time we got back to the car 1 a.m. by the time we went to bed, we showered and all mm. of that. So if you know me, you know that's very, very late for me because I'm usually yeah. in bed at like 7.30. I got a message from you and I was like, "When does this woman ever sleep? Because like, <laughs> I just get messages usually, from yes. like all usually times that's of like the day. My, yeah, that's usually my non-negotiable is like my eight-hour <laughs> sleep. But yeah, it's... um. It was a bit a challenging one, but I, <laughs> I slept in massively today. So that kind of made nice. up for it. How good. Um, yeah, but How other than that, I did the Italian wedding. Oh, yes. Was I want to hear all about super that. super fun. Oh, my gosh. Mm. It was insane. It was so beautiful. It was in mm. this tiny little town in this church that they don't usually do weddings in, but this family, um, like, is very well connected with the church. They live around the corner. Like, they, you know, they're kind of, like, were treated as VIPs and were let, they allowed them to have the um, ceremony in there. Mm. And I was kind of nervous because I wasn't sure how it was going to go lighting wise, but it was just like unreal. It was so beautiful. So I've just finished editing those. I'm currently delivering them, but the, the upload speeds here are like dismal. They're so bad. So Mm. it's kind of uploading maybe one photo a minute or something. Wow. Um, so it's shocking. taking a while, but Especially yeah. for a wedding, as soon as so they're delivered, photos. I'll start to share some. Yeah, I know cool. so many. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much my updates. We've got one more day here, and then tomorrow we're leaving for a road trip to um, 
We go through a bit of Switzerland, oh a bit my of God. Luxembourg, <laughs> to Amsterdam, and then we'll do Belgium on the way back down. So yeah, that it'll be very fun. I'm makes very me want to cry. That sounds incredible. Switzerland would be insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard it's very yeah, expensive it's, in Switzerland. It's not though. bad. Not the bad. Yeah, it's a bit of a joke, but yeah, <laughs> play twelve dollars for water. <laughs> Yeah, oh, literally. I, I remember the first time I went there, I got a hot chocolate in the airport and it was like seven euros and I had a little cry about it. <laughs> What's seven euros like in Aussie dollars for those like me? That oh, no maybe idea. like 11, 12 dollars. Oh my God. Probably around the 11 mark. Yeah, it's not cheap. For a hot chocolate. But that's Jeez. also air pri- airport Is it made prices. of like angel tears or something. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Bloody hell. Alrighty, should we get into these red flags? I guess we should get into those red flags. Let's do it. Alrighty. So before, when you're in this booking process, it's easy when you're either just starting or you're at this kind of phase when you're like, I need to take everything because I don't know when it's going to stop. You don't need to take everything. There are certain clients that are too much trouble for what they're paying you and they it just is not worth soul. the money at the end of the day yeah, yeah definitely. um so these are just certain things you can look out for and you know use your judgment and maybe maybe if someone's doing these things one if they're doing multiple of these things it's probably a sign that you should not book them hundred <laughs> percent mm, it's definitely not worth the trouble <laughs> yeah all right um my first one would be the overall attitude that you are just hired help. Um, you are a professional and you've spent years honing your craft and hopefully you're a good person. <laughs> and there's a certain way you should treat people when you work with them. Mm. And some people just literally treat you like the help. Um, I don't like to generalize, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> this happens a lot with influencers. Oh, they yeah. will just take you for a ride sometimes. Not all of them, again, certain ones. Mm. Um, and just at the end of the day, not value and respect you, your time and what you do. Um, so if you're getting attitude and kind of spoken down to, mm. you don't need to book that person. You really no don't way. need to. No bloody Has this way. ever happened to you? Oh, yeah. Like... I guess doing fashion photography, a lot of my clients that want to work with me are those influencers and it can be really hard, like, you know, love them. A lot of them are great girls and like you meet them and they're absolutely not what you see on the Instagram, like actually legends, but there are so many out there that do treat you like, you know, nothing just because they have a small following um, and, you know, therefore it somehow makes their time more valuable than yours so um yeah definitely do not book those clients do not look at the number of followers just to be like oh that's going to get me outreach or that's going to get me exposure like no don't do it if they're going to treat you like shit like honestly fuck them (laughs) yeah just say no like here's my prices if you don't want to pay then like find someone else because yeah they can be rude i had one that was um an influencer who had a, I think it was a loungewear brand, surprise, surprise, an influencer with <laughs> a loungewear brand. Um, and they hit me up for a shoot in Noosa mm. and I gave them reduced rates because I was like, they were a friend of a friend. Mm. Um, it was 
kind of last minute and I didn't have anything booked on this day. So I was like, oh, well, chances of booking like a full full rate job are slim now because it was like the next couple days. Yeah. So I gave them reduced rates and I said, this is what it's going to be. And they were like, oh, that's just, um, that's just too much. And I know for a fact they have mm. money. I know mm. for a fact. Um, but <laughs> they were. Me. And then I talked to the... F- I talked to the friend who's like mm. connected us and he was like yeah they're probably just looking for a a freebie um because yeah. that's like just what they expect mm. and I was like are you serious like you're you're mm. building a brand mm. and you can't invest the necessary mm. cost even at a reduced rate mm. to advertise it's just yeah it really rubs me the wrong way and it just makes me not want to work with them again because it's yeah it's a major red flag well, especially when they, like, I guess they're building their brand, like their photos are for their brand so they can therefore get paid by brands to post their products or whatever. Like they expect to be paid per Yeah, they're post. making money off it. Yeah, yeah, but then they can't pay someone that, yeah, it just is beyond me. Some are great, but definitely some need a reality check, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I would say um, when a brand asks to send you product, um as some form of payment i mean like when you're communicating oh, yeah, with the no. brand and then they're just like yeah we're gonna send you this product and then that's like as if that's the payment it's like hang on like that yeah. stuff's probably not even gonna fit me for one so it's gonna go to the model anyway like no one's winning here this is a collab yeah. and then they <laughs> then they expect to like post it and use it for all their socials and stuff like completely different if yeah. you reach out and you just need some stuff for your styling bag or whatever but like yeah when a an established brand comes to you and expects to like not pay for any campaign shoots just because they're giving you product like huge red flag do not do it this is a tricky one too Mm. oh yeah because when you start out it's really exciting and you're like Mm. oh my gosh free stuff like this is awesome yeah um but it very quickly becomes too much work that it's worth for um i had this with um muscle chef Mm. i love them but at the end of the day, I was with them for quite a long time. I think mm. a year and a half. Um, yeah. And they would give me quite a good amount uh, every month. And I would just have to post every two months. Mm-hmm. Um, which at the start was great. And it was kind of matching my rates relatively. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm giving them way more than what I'm getting in return. And yeah, the product's great. Yeah, I use it. It's awesome. Um, but it's just not worth the time at this stage. And my time could be allocated in such better places. Yeah. And I would honestly rather just buy it and not have to do <laughs> anything now than do this kind of, you know, swap negotiation thing. It's just, it's it's really not worth your time once you have, you know, that much on your plate. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think it definitely depends. Like, I feel like every photographer at the start definitely takes on that free product and stuff just because it's exciting. And I think if you gauge it in a way of like, mm. you know, I'm happy to add this to my styling bag, but there is no um, guarantee that I will be shooting this. Like, if you can say it like that yeah. and they still go ahead with that, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, it's kind of just handy to have that stuff for styling. Um, but it's when yeah. they come to you and just expect that it's going to be free and it's going to be their new launch. And, it's you know, it's just like, that's just wrong. And I think it's, you know, I've definitely been taken advantage of doing this when I was younger because um, I was young and excited. Mm. But 
definitely like that's kind of like when people say yes to doing that stuff and then that's why brands have that mentality of oh I don't need to pay anyone because this person did it for free yeah. so the next person will do it for free like they kind of like prey on the young photographers in a way so yeah exactly definitely stick to your guns yeah. your time is money yes. definitely all right my next one is when a client during the consultation bad mouths another photographer Oh, yeah. So this it's has like, happened to me What a few are you times. saying about me? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and again, it goes back to the respect thing. Like mm. there's just a certain amount of respect you need to give anyone you work with. And yeah. um, the things that people have bad-mouthed other photographers to me mm. were not valid things. You know, I, I understand if the photographer did something, you know, terrible. They were like an hour yeah. late or they didn't end up delivering the photo you know just if something properly bad went wrong and the client is just explaining um what has happened so it doesn't happen Mm. again i understand that but yeah i've had people be like oh we did the we did this shoot at the beach and the photographer just completely ruined it like i didn't look good at all uh Mm. the beach didn't look good and it's like um these are sounding like you and nature things and not the photographer things (laughs) so yeah Let's just keep our emotions in check and maybe not badmouth people who have not done anything wrong. And the industry is so small. Like everyone knows everyone and everyone knows everyone's business. And it's like Mm -hmm. the longer I'm in this game, the more I realize that there is like, who knows what people think about me? Like, I don't really give a fuck, but like, it's so true. Like I know things about people that I don't even know and like, you know, I don't even know them, but like people just tell you and you're like, I don't even know this person, but you just, you have all this information. It's such a small world. Like it's yeah. And a very small industry when it comes to that stuff. Self-growth is a big thing. Mm. And the trickiest thing about self-growth is that people will remember you for who you were and not for who you are now or who you're becoming. So Mm. anything that you've done or said in the past that you no longer believe it in or you no longer agree with can totally be used against you if people aren't understanding and uh, recognize your growth. So yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a tricky one. Yeah. hundred percent. Sorry. Can we just cut it there for a sec? Lock, you just brought me in a bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> a bottle. Well, I'm, sorry, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, um, I'll hollow at you if I need a bottle. The glass should be fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, I, I just that. got delivered some gyoza sushi and wine. So, oh, oh how, good how bloody that? good. How bloody good. Anyway, <laughs> where were we, everybody? <laughs> Your next one. Okay, moving on. Um, I would say doesn't allow time for rest or lunch. Um, so just expects you to push through a whole day of work. Um, and like an absurd amount of work too, like stuff that should definitely be shot over maybe a couple of days or a full day. And they're like, oh, we can smash it out in a couple of hours and no, you don't get lunch. Um, and then, mm. you know, it shows on the model as well. Like they're exhausted. It's hard work. So definitely I feel like to yeah. avoid that is like scheduling it in. Like if you have a shoot plan and say like we need a half an hour lunch, hour lunch or whatever you need, depending on the time, um, schedule it in and just make mm. sure that it's talked about because some clients – just don't care about that they just see like how much money they're paying you and they're like yep you can smash it out 
not the case. <laughs> yeah, it's also a bit of like it's hard to judge, especially when mm. you're starting out and you've never done, say, like a full day shoot or a campaign shoot um, and you don't know how many looks you can fit into a certain amount of time. I definitely dealt with this when I was just yeah. starting to do these things. They would say, yeah, okay, we have, um, you know, we have four active wear sets in three different colors um, and we have three different models mm. and we have eight hours. And I'd just yeah. be like, okay, let's make it happen. Mm. And oh, 100%. then when you start it rolling, it's like, oh my gosh, this is mm. this is not enough time. I'm like, cannot function here. Yeah. Um, so what you can do here is when you are shooting looks, um, and outfits and things like that, just try and take note of how much time on average you're spending on the one look. So you mm. can look at your, literally your timestamp on your camera after the fact and be like, okay, mm. for this one, we needed this much time for this one. We needed this much time and you can average it out and kind of estimate how much time this shoot is going to take based on how many looks they want and include different mm. models. Because if they say we need, we only, we only need four looks, but we have five models and we want them in all of them. <laughs> like yeah. that just is a ridiculous amount. Yeah. So yeah, try and try and just based off your experience um, in the past, estimate how much that's going to take and mm. stand up for yourself. If, if it's not enough time, tell them mm. and just yeah. explain to them. I know you want the best result and this time frame is not going to give you that because I don't have enough time. The models don't have enough time. We're all going to be stressed and under the pump and it's not mm. going to give you what you want. If you yeah. explain it to them that way, they're much more likely to be understanding than if you just say it's not enough time. Yeah. You just have to be transparent from the very beginning and be like, look, this is like, I know you want top quality results, but with this amount of, yeah, like you said, time frame and this amount of product and models, like it's just not going to happen. Like I would su just suggest things yeah. and just say like, look, I'm, mm -hmm. we'll do the best I can and we'll absolutely work our ass off, but just so you know, like yeah. I'm going to be, this is probably what you will receive. Like this is the level you might get at yeah. what you're giving me sort of thing. Just be transparent from the beginning so they don't expect like, you know, a $15,000 budget when they're only paying three or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's my next one actually is wanting those Pinterest worthy results on a teeny tiny minuscule budget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Going to get very creative there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah for real so mm. a lot of people just don't understand what goes into making a final product a lot of those pinterest worthy results are severely photoshopped and yeah. take a lot of lighting like full lighting setup and they'll take hours and hours to get this one shot mm. so again in that consultation phase if they're not quite realizing what it's going to take to get the result they want um, just having that open conversation with them and explaining all of the things you need that go into getting that result and the time it takes yeah. uh, instead of just, you know, otherwise if you don't have that conversation and if you're just like, do what I did, which was, yeah, sure, sure, we can do that, we can get that. And then mm. in a two-hour shoot when they want 10 different things and you don't get that image they wanted, it becomes a bit awkward. <laughs> and you can't oh, yeah. then say oh, well, we didn't have enough time and I didn't have the resources I needed because mm. they don't know that. So having that conversation up front at the very get-go um, yeah. at least saves your back if at the end 
they're like, well, why didn't we get this result? You can be like, well, we had this conversation and you didn't give me the resources that we needed. Mm. Well, exactly. I've had yeah clients literally show me pictures of like Pinterest photos and being like, while we're shooting, why does it not look like this? Why does it not look like this? And it's like, because that's all done on Photoshop. Like Pinterest, honestly, like just it's mm. great for taking inspo from, but like from people that don't understand photography, they just go, oh, that we can do that. We'll just copy. And it's like, mm-hmm. hang on, yeah. you know, like a raw image and what can be done in Photoshop and also all the variables that go into taking that photo. It's not going to ever be the yeah. exact same. Like you can never copy an image exactly the same. So like – you know, mm-hmm. have some and realistic shouldn't. expectations. No, definitely not. That was actually my next one is like when they're trying yeah. to copy exactly ah. everything. <laughs> it's yeah. like you can get inspired, but like, yeah, just don't copy. It's not cool. It's not cool, man. Yeah, you and see you that copy, so often. Like, draw inspiration from them and say it like, I draw yeah. inspiration from this person. Here's my take, you know, like just be yeah. like, I don't know, build yeah. a chapter. Like if you saw someone's idea and you're like, that's epic. I want to do that. Like, I'm sure they'd be so flattered if you, you know, gave them credit, but gave them credit credit, or if you just change something about it, you know, change Mm. something enough so that it's a different image and then it can be yours. And then someone can be like, oh, that's awesome. I'll use her inspo instead of you just copying someone else. I've seen photos before where I'm like, hmm, that looks oddly familiar. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Oh, my gosh. All the time. And you're like, okay, but yeah. that's the thing with social media. You can see everything. Like nothing is like, you can't yeah. get away with anything. <laughs> like You may as well just be yeah. honest from the beginning because, you yeah. know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of eyes watching. <laughs> yep. Big time. Big All time. right. My next one is when a client right off the bat asks for your rates. Mm. And I do have to explain this a little because if a client emails and says hey, we love your work, um, this is what we do, this is what we're aiming for, um, we need it in this time frame, uh, what do you have available and what's your um, quote? Yeah, That's okay. That just gives mm. you all of the information. If someone contacts you and says, hey, what's your rates? Red flag. Yeah. It immediately tells uh... me your number one priority <laughs> is keeping your cost down and like you're making your decision based on pricing which mm. shouldn't be the case, especially if you're running a business. If you yeah. if you just want some fun photos, like maybe, maybe a bit more understandable. But if you're intending to, in the end, make money off this and advertise for yourself or your business, then mm. you have got to be considering price very like at the end, you know? Yeah, you have to invest into your business. And I get not everybody has a big budget and like a lot of people are running businesses on the side, so they don't have a lot of money. So that's understandable, but... Just be like... But you get what you give. Yeah. And also like tell them from the get-go, like this is what I'm after. Because so many times you'll get like people email and be like, hey, what's your rates? And then you go... Like if you tell them straight up, it's my half day, full day, they're just not going to respond because like you need to ask them what mm. they are after first. Because nine times out of yeah, ten, if that's they why ask I your ask rates and you tell them... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I've started to do as well yeah. as, like per project because everything's so different. So never yep. respond with your rates when people ask you, unless it's like a very clear, like, oh, they just want a portfolio and you have a portfolio rate. But like the brand yeah, asks you, do I mean, not respond have, with your rates. Get if the you details. have packages, then yeah. that's fine. Um, mm. But of course, if you if they're just asking for a price, so someone emailed me, I always get this client during um, end of financial year who are like, oh, can we buy a credit kind of for next year? And that's fine for me. 
Um, but oh, okay. in, in previous years, it was a little more, um, I was a little more unclear of what my pricing even was. I was just like, you know, yeah. time for hours. I was like X amount for this many hours. Um, and this year they emailed me and were like, oh, okay, we need, um, we need a session. Mm. And I was like, okay, like, tell me about what you need. Um, I can give you my project rates of, you know, photography for this amount of hours. Um, and this is what you get. And they were like, oh, we want video too. Mm. I said, okay, tell me about what video you want um, because I'll have to quote it. And they yeah. were like, two videos. It's like, oh. come on, I need more than this. <laughs> I need more <laughs> than this. They so clearly, they just wanted to get some money <laughs> out of their account before end of financial year. And they yeah. had absolutely no clue what they even wanted, which makes it <laughs> impossible for me to quote it, especially in video. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a red flag for me. <laughs> <laughs> although you, it almost gives you a lot of freedom to like oh if you're trying to get rid of your money well let's do this this and this and yeah get a good pay yeah gives you more freedom yeah I guess. I don't know. <laughs> all right i'll do one last cool. one one last one from me where am i hmm i would say oh actually i've got two one i've got two there <laughs> um First of all, when a client tells you how to do your job when you're there and they're telling you how to use the camera and how to do this and, you know, like literally trying to run it. And you're like, here, just take the camera. I don't even want it anymore. <laughs> like, just Are there it. any signs of this like before booking them that you can look out for that indicates there might be someone to do this? Hmm. I guess it's hard to gauge, but I guess control controlling for sure. Yeah, but, just wanting the control, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, in it goes in two different ways. Like, in one way, it's nice having someone there, like, calling the shots and everything like that. But I'm not talking about calling the shots because that's definitely handy, especially if it's a big campaign. But if it's, like, literally someone over your shoulder looking at every movement you're doing, like, they're not even really looking at what the photo is doing. Mm. It's just how you're doing it. You and can't it's just, focus. And you're like, bro, like, I can't do my job if you're telling me exactly <laughs> what. Get out of my grill. Like, yeah, <laughs> literally, it's happened to me before. And then they, I, like, was sweating. It was, like, eight hours of just hell. I was like, this is crazy. Like, just take the camera. <laughs> and they were just saying, like, yeah. camera words to try and make themselves sound like, you know, they were doing. They're just like, oh. What about tripod? And I'm like, we don't need a tripod for this. Uh, uh, shutter speed. I'm like, what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> like, you're just saying words. Like, stop saying words. It's not, you just look yeah. like an idiot. <laughs> so I was like, I'm definitely Go not working the with them again. <laughs> Literally. And yeah. Yeah, that was hell. And that was another shoot where they didn't, provide any lunch didn't give us any rest it was like eight hours of just like i didn't even get to go to the toilet i have a sip of water because she was so anal it was insane it was like the most awful shoot ever and they asked me to like do another shoot and i just was like fuck that like i would rather keep keep your money like i'm happy to never go through that again so yeah definitely and i was a bit younger too if it was now i probably would have stood my ground but yeah yeah it's hard when you're yeah starting Mm. out yeah. Okay, my next one is they don't have a clear idea of what they want or need. Um, so this is someone who's just like, we need photos. And they're like, okay, tell me more about this. What's your brand? What is mm. your goal here? Mm. What's your target audience? You know, is your aim to sell more? Is your yeah. aim to, you know, go viral? Like, what? what's your aim here? Mm. And if they're like, oh, can't tell you anything. Oh, I don't know. We just need photos. Yeah. Red flag. 
it's a lot more work Fair for you bag. as well. Yeah, because like I've happened to you before, and then you just and you're you don't planning know someone what to shoot. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know their budget. You don't like, know anything. You, don't, so you, you have yeah. no idea. Yeah, but then you yep. want the money and you want the client, so you, you're trying to figure it out for them. You're like, hang on, this would take you not very long at all if you just gave me a few details and I could work a lot more if I just had a location or a model or, yeah. you know, just some something to go off and then you're trying to organise their shoot. Like, oh, you have creative freedom. It's like, that's great, but I don't have – I don't know your budget. I don't know what you want. Like, you have a that's very fine. clear vision for your brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine if you have a package that involves some of this brand identity and creating yeah. what they need. Um, so yeah. if they have no idea what they need, awesome. You can propose something. You can get mood boards together. You can do all of that. But that takes a lot more of your time and you need to be compensated mm. for that. You can't well, be expected yeah. to be booked and read their mind or come up with a whole marketing plan for them on what they mm. need. Your job is to get the imagery they need. So if you are doing that kind of background research, you need to be compensated for that. Yeah, I wonder how much a good, I guess, add-on price would be for that because that's definitely something I've definitely I've done in the bef- and done in the past, and yeah. I've um I've never added on anything, but I've always felt like I should really be adding on a a price because of how much extra planning like it took just up a lot of time. It up. Yeah, yeah. Just um take note of how much time it's taking you, um, mm. and then you know if you were doing something else, if you were shooting during that time then yeah. you need to be compensated at least the same amount because, you know, you could be doing something else in that time. Mm. You could be having another client shooting. So, yeah, package it up and include it. And um, some will be over that amount, some will be under that amount, but, you know, they'll mm. hopefully average up and it'll be worth the, the time in the end. Yeah, definitely. Do you have another? I do. Dun, dun. Or should Ooh. we end it there? Cause it's... Tell me about it. No, I've got another one I want to do. Okay. Um, I would say when you have a client that just is terrible at communication and they just select, they might send you an initial email and then you respond and then it might be a week and then you'll respond and then it's another two weeks and you'll respond and then it's like, you're kind of hanging on by a thread. You're like, is this even worth it? Like if it's not serious to you, then like... Yeah, like that stuff. Because you hang on because you're like, oh, but it, it's still happening. It might be still happening. And then it just mm. is strung out for such a long time. Communication is so important. Mm. And it's one of my – it's definitely a red flag for me and it's a big pet peeve, especially when people communicate through multiple platforms. I have yeah. clients who will email me one day, text me the next, call me, <laughs> and then message me saying, I've sent you an email. Like, can we just keep this to one <laughs> – why are you so obsessed one method of communication (laughs) especially when i tell them email me email me email me everything's in one thread everything's searchable you don't have to be like where did they send did they send this on messenger did they send this on whatsapp did they email you like you know if you have one method of communication you know exactly where it is and you can search anything and it really Mm. grinds my gears when people Mm -hmm. don't respect that it keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh, it just creates so much work when you're like scrolling through these five different messaging platforms trying to find this one thing they said. Literally, I feel like responding is like a full-time job in itself. <laughs> like, mm. And I'm yeah. terrible. Even before I started doing this, like just responding to my friends, I would like, it's like a couple days. I'm like, geez, I just like, yeah, I just don't like messaging. I'd rather just talk to you. <laughs> like, 
So then yeah. when you've got a job, but it's literally like clients, so they message you on four different platforms, you're like, oh my God, I, I can't. Because you feel like you're saying the same thing yeah. over and over again on different platforms as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, just just call me. Just call me. <laughs> mm. All right. What's your All last right. One? My lucky last one. Um, gives a mood board or requests something for you that is clearly not your style. Mm. Like, you have your imagery examples, your portfolio on your all your social media on all of your websites and this showcases what you do what you're good at and what you want to do because you should only be posting what you want to do and what you want to book and if someone Mm. asks you to do something that is so far out of field of what you do it just is a massive red flag for me because it's like they don't want you they want a photographer and the Mm. chances that there is a massive disconnect between what they want and what they're going to get is so much higher when they do this yeah, like they probably won't be stoked with the outcome. It could be a good challenge though. Like I think depending on what it is, like if it's really cool, you're like, oh, that would be really hard, but I'm just going to give it a go. I mean, early days. So early days I did absolutely everything and everything. Mm. And that served me pretty well because it taught me a lot and it showed me what I want to do more of. But now I'm in the place where I'm like, I don't want to do certain things. And if yeah. someone wants to book me for that, I'll recommend someone else who's better at that. But if it's not what I want to be doing and if it's not what um, mm. I want to book more of, then it's not for me. It's not going to benefit you. And it's also going to take more of your time up when editing as well because it is something completely different. So it's going to be yeah, all in all like a really difficult job for you to like nail, I guess. Yeah. 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 One thing we definitely – did not um, cover is a, the biggest red flag I would say of all is when someone doesn't want to pay a deposit but still wants you to go ahead and plan that shoot. Just oh uh, yeah, do not do not do that. Just wait for them to pay your deposit. Never ever plan someone's shoot without a deposit because nine times out of ten, yeah, well not nine times out of ten, but highly unlikely that they are going to actually go through with a shoot if they won't even pay a deposit to. So. Just make sure Again, you stick to I mean, them. so many of these just come back to a form of respect. Mm. And if they're not wanting to pay a deposit, they're not respecting your time. Um, so it's just, yeah, massive yeah. red flag. That's my biggest one. If they're not going to pay a summary, deposit, do not do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So in summary, guys, just make sure anyone you're communicating with, and this, this can all be kind of um, realized in the consultation process so if any of these things are happening definitely take note of it if multiple things are happening probably don't book this client so Mm. if they're not treating you with respect massive one just you should always be respected as a person and and heard Mm. um if they want you to copy someone else's work just take a step back and and explain why that that's wrong and um, mm. maybe direct them to something that they can get um, that's a little different but still has mm. the same result. Yeah. Um, if they don't have – if they don't want to have the budget versus outcome discussion and if they're not understanding that discussion and don't understand that, you know, you get what you put in and to have a amazing result for certain things you need to put in time, money, effort – Um, And if they're not hearing and understanding this, Mm. maybe take a step back. Yeah. Um, If their primary concern is cost, that's a massive one. 
if they don't know what they want, then it's hard for you to give them what they want because how are you meant to know? <laughs> um, if they have big communication issues, if they're you know lagging in that email time, if they're here, there and everywhere, even when you've asked them to continue on one form of communication, um, massive red flag. And if there's a disconnect between what they want and what you do, massive red flag. Mm. Red flags. And we just thought it would remind you guys what red flags Here, look they're like. they're everywhere. <laughs> because girls apparently aren't very good at looking at red flags. So <laughs> 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 we thought we'd oh, lay them out for you. Yeah. <laughs> we like to bury them, don't we? We do. <laughs> Alrighty, oh. thanks for listening, guys. I hope you get some value out of this, um, mm, and I hope your guns. clients treat you with respect. And like if not, be. demand it. You are a boss queen. Second, <laughs> demand that respect. Find better clients and get that bread. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. Please uh, give us a follow at Shots Fired Pod on Instagram and on TikTok. Ooh, and follow me as well at it's Jack Lee on Instagram. And follow me, it's Kate on Photo. And also want to say big thank you to all the amazing clients out there as well. We love you guys and we couldn't do it without you. Thank you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.